Welcome everybody and um, this is our two o'clock session um, and we're very fortunate today to be with the head brewer um, of Birmingham Brewing Co. Um, so this is Matt um, everyone thank you Matt for, for joining us um, today. Um, so this this is um, this is a really uh, exciting one for me because um, we were in the launch session on Thursday night we we're talking about um, Birmingham Brewing Co and actually like it was a bit of a first for me because I, I didn't know of them too much and I really carefully I went through my untapped I was like have I had anything um, but and I haven't but you guys have been around quite a few years now since 2016 so um, first of all um, uh, Matt tell us a little bit about yourself your, your background and what took you to Birmingham Brewing Co. Um, yeah so um... I'm originally not from Birmingham, so I'm not a Brummie myself. Uh, I'm supposed to be a bit of an honorary Brummie. Um, I'm from uh, Stockport, just up near Manchester, up north. Um, but I came to Birmingham about, would have been seven, seven or so years now, um, when I was a student. Went to the University of Birmingham. I did ancient history there. Um, and whilst I was there, I learned to homebrew um, because... As an ancient historian, it's a lot of sitting around in your flat reading old books. Um, and all of my friends are now they're now doctors, but they're all medical students at the time. So I decided whilst I was holding down the fort at home, I'd brew beer for us all. Um, and getting quite good at it. And then I went up and did a master's in brewing and distilling up at Harriet Watts. Um, then after that, returned to Birmingham. Um, that was just just over three years ago now. Been the head brewer ever since. Incredible. So you clearly have a real passion for brewing, um, and it was it's a bit of a hobby that's kind of escalated into a career. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is amazing. Um, so let's dive in. So the, tell us about like the this beer that we're with today. So this is a sober brummy, right? I've got mine poured here. You've got yours there. Um, talk to us about this beer then. How did it come about, um, and what does that brewing process look like? Um, for AF like, and, and for this particular beer? Yeah. Um, so basically, um, with our beers, all of our beers are vegan and gluten-free and, and have been pretty much since the start of the brewery. Um, definitely since, since I started. Um, it's something that the owner, Paul, started very early in the process. Um, and essentially that's because we wanted our beer to always be accessible to as many people as possible. Um, you know, it's both just good business sense. You know, you want to sell the most amount of beer to the most amount of people, but also, you know, we want to share what we love about beer with as many people as we can. So it just really made sense for us. You know, we've got people who can't have certain findings. So we've got the vegans therein, uh, people who can't have gluten therein. And then we were like, well, we also want to share our love of beer with people who, you know, don't drink alcohol for whatever reason, and be it, you know, health, religion, whatever. Um, so we'd always wanted to make an alcohol-free beer and pretty much we'd been working on Sober Brummy for the best part of the three years that I've been at the brewery. Um, we've tried all sorts of different methods. Um, we're not quite big enough to do all of the sort of crazy reverse osmosis or all that sort of stuff. Um, so it's taken us a while to nail our exact um our exact process um but luckily we got there in the end um and it's essentially yeah it's just to do with using 
different techniques in the brewing process and different yeasts and things like that um, to essentially brew beer in a normal way, but without it producing the alcohol it normally would. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're, we're really pleased with how it's come along um, and it seems to be quite popular. Yeah, like it, it seems like a very good time to have made that beer. And I think the thing that was I was really um, impressed by when I was going through the looking through the website was, as you mentioned, as a business, you're really socially conscious. So um, you really think about where your waste goes. You think I think um, there's a percentage of the sales of this particular beer that goes to supporting the yes. air ambulance. Um, the fact that you're gluten free, you support vegans like that, that all of that is incredible. When you were in the process of um, creating an AFB, I mean, what in your, for you personally, what had been your experience of AFB up until the point where you were having to then create this one? So I tried a few of the big popular ones, um, like the, the, not the Punk AF from Brewdog, the one they had before that, the Nanny State. Yeah, yeah. No well, that's pretty good. Um, and I tried a couple of the big drop ones, they're nice. Um, but aside from the few ones which have got a bit more attention in the beer community, you've got sort of like the more macro alcohol-free beers. Yeah. And I remember um, me and my friends, I had some friends around, this was quite a few years ago now, um, and one of them, he had just got his first car, um, he was driving, so um, we were all on the beers, and he was like, you know what? I want to join you, but I can't because I'm driving. I'm going to get some alcohol-free beer. And we were like, okay, fair enough. So we went to the shops with him. He picked some up. We got it back, and it was atrocious. <laughs> it just tasted like unfermented wort that had been carbonated. Um, I remember drinking it and thinking, there's, there's got to be something better than this. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is terrible. Yeah. I, I won't name the brand. I can't even remember it. I think it was some like European lager brand or something. And it was it was just, yeah. And, and ever since then, I've always been like, it would be great just to have an alcohol-free beer that actually tastes both good and just like beer. Yes. <laughs> would yes. be a start, you know. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't, it was mixed to say to say the least. But now I think there's, there's some really good options out there. And, and we're really proud to have one, which we think is also a good option yeah yeah absolutely I, I i think lots of us um will recognize that uh kind of like journey that you described there and um you know i i know the first time i ever tried a alcohol-free beer and like yourself i was pretty nonplussed about it i was like oh god um you know but mm. i suppose part of me was like relieved there was one in the pub but equally like yourself yeah. like thinking with how much craft beer had kind of come along and yeah. like how come like that hasn't happened to AFB? But I've been so impressed in the last couple of years with how it's really, really kind of Definitely. stepped up. So um, yeah, so this is a real treat actually. Um, so with that in mind, so, I mean, obviously we've been, you know, the world has been kind of closed for a year. Yes. Uh, how has that kind of impacted the kind of brewing processes at Birmingham? Um, and like, what do you see in the kind of year ahead? What's the kind of plan um, in the year ahead for your brewery? Um, so, and for us, we were we were like a lot of breweries, I think, very, very worried at the start. You know, it was sort of, am I going to have a job in a few weeks' time? Uh, is there going to be some sort of furlough situation? You know, no idea what's going on. Um, but luckily for us, we had just the start of lockdown 
um, just invented, uh, invested, not invented, we, we didn't make it. Um, <laughs> um, it just invested in a new Canon line. Okay. Fancy automatic one. Yeah. So what we did is essentially just really double down on our Canon. Um, and part of that was the release of Sober Brummy um, in cans with the, with the charity link with the air ambulance as well. Yeah. Um, and yet yeah, doing things like that essentially. So lots of releases of limited editions and new styles and um, without a lot of the pressure from the pubs to just produce as much sort of like of our standard like pale ale and things we had a little bit more room to play about um and that 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 did lead to us perfecting sober brummy which is you know silver lining i suppose um, yeah like well absolutely and as you say it's you know there's a whole load of customers you may not have um been able to tap into hmm. before um that may not drink for a variety of different reasons that now can um, and so talk us through, so what should we be kind of tasting and things with this particular beer? I know it's kind of, I'm getting citrus. Yeah. What, what should we kind of be picking up in this pale ale? Um, so with this beer, we've um, essentially done, it's fairly simple grain bill. Um, so it's pretty much, it's like 98% pale malt um, with a small amount of caramel malt for a bit of um, sort of sweetness so it doesn't go too dry. Um, and then a bit of wheat and a bit of oats for sort of like mouthfeel and things like that. Because, um, you know, with alcohol-free beer, you want to make sure it doesn't go too thin and watery. Um, so to combat that, we've, we've added a bit more of the oats and things just to give it that like, creaminess. Yeah. Um, and then, That's yeah. interesting you mentioned about the oats. There's a, I can't remember the name of it now, but there was another AFB I had around January time that when I looked into it, it, had, it did have quite a high... Kind of like oe content and it and it definitely gave it more body and yeah. um, and that you're quite right um that kind of thin wateriness um yeah. is very prevalent within certain lagers isn't it um yeah it's just yes yeah, to to i i'm a big belgian beer enthusiast and i went on my quest for af beer i imported a load of belgian af beers um and that I found some that were really sadly very disappointing, but I found a couple that were, were not. Um, and I think the Sport Zot was one that I, I thought was really good because, again, it's got still got the body um, yeah. of a beer, which is, is what you're looking for, isn't it, really? So, um, no, really, really impressed with this. So I think it's um, absolutely fantastic. So um, I think one of the things I really liked when I was looking at your website is that you've kept the branding really like uniform, like your, the same yeah. sits in really neatly with the rest of your kind of core beers. Um, was that like an intentional, an intentional thing? Yeah. So with, with all of our beers, um, except from the lagers, which uh, um, so we've got our Sturgeon lager, but all of our ales um, are something brummy, um, and that's 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 something we've we've done from the start. Um, and we really wanted um, so brummy just to fit in with that. We didn't want to make it. Um, a wildly different thing because I think a big part for us of making the alcohol-free beer and the reason people drink alcohol-free beer is because when you're out with your mates at the pub or at the local brewery tap room and you're trying all the beers and stuff like you know like us beer nerds do um, you don't want it to be oh one person's got the lager one person's got the pale ale one person's trying the stout or some sour or something and then you're just there sort of on your own with sort of, you know, whatever the, the other option is. You, you want to be like part of that 
So by making Sober Rummy just another one of our beers that happens to be alcohol-free, then for us that sort of helps with that, really. It, I, that's a really, really important point, I think. And I think when I was on the very first, um, the AFB Awards actually back in uh, late December, um, somebody on one of those calls kind of called out how important branding is and that, um, you know, particularly a craft beer, people don't just pick up a cat. There's actually, there's a big thought process in that. Do you identify with the brand? Do you identify with the label? Um, and as you say there, you know, um, you want to like human like nature, isn't it? It's to kind of like blend in actually and kind of yeah. do what feels normal. And sitting there with a with a label that's like bright blue, zero like alcohol, like can still make you feel a bit kind of isolated when you're with your friends and stuff. So I think I really like that. But do you know? And I I, I don't know in uh, Birmingham Brewing Co. Who does your who does your branding? But mm. do you know what the logo kind of means? Um, that's on all yes. the cans. Yes, I do. Um, so essentially, if you see here, we've got, um, so it's, it's a crest that's to represent um, Birmingham. So we've got um, um, anyone who's who's been to Birmingham or familiar with Birmingham um, might recognise these sort of, these elements. Although a lot of people we get in our tap room, for example, lived in Birmingham all their lives and only after we explain it does it, does it like dawn on them. So we've got the... Um, the, the Selfridges there are connected to the bull ring. So I um, don't know if you've seen that, the big sort of like silver balls all over the giant Selfridges building in Birmingham. Yeah. Then we've got here the um, Birmingham Library. That was the one opened by Malala a few years back with their sort of concentric circles. Yeah. Um, it's a big cool geometric design. And then in the middle, we've got like the sort of... Um, slanted roofs of the sort of industrial estates um, symbolizing Birmingham's industry. Um, so I like to say that it symbolizes the, the commerce industry and knowledge of the city of Birmingham. Um, sort of my kind of highfalutin um, way of describing the logo. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a fun logo. Um, I think it's. I think that it looks really, really good. And I've, I haven't been up to Birmingham for a couple of years, actually. But when I was last there, um, there was there were kind of more kind of craft beer places kind of cropping up. I could mm. see that, that was happening, and um, and there quite a bit of regeneration happening around the town centre. But um, I know that you you folks are kind of situated just a little outside, aren't you, of Birmingham? Centre. Yeah. So how have you been? How is have you are lots of kind of independent pubs or places stocking your stocking your beer they quite you know on board yeah. to kind of stock you yeah so i mean um when i first came to Birmingham brewing company three three or so years ago i was sort of it was kind of an anomaly because i remember being there a couple of years before that as a student and sort of you know um you'd, you'd go into the city center for your nightclubs and, and a couple of bars and stuff and then the suburbs and stuff surrounding Birmingham, unless it was a very studenty area, there wasn't there wasn't much really. There was you know your standard local uh, pubs and things, uh, but there wasn't like really a craft beer scene. And then um, joined Birmingham Brewing Company, and then after that, more and more places started popping up, um, and a lot of it centred around Sturchley, which is the the, the village um, in the sort of South Birmingham suburbs where we're based um, and that's where a lot of the Birmingham craft beer scene is now focused um, 
there and Digbeth, which is also in the which is in the city centre. Um, but out of those two centres, there's a lot of it. Um, and yeah, we're all, um, you know, we sort of. It's fun. We know everyone in Birmingham. All the Birmingham beer people know all the Birmingham beer people. So all of the local bottle shops or small independent bars and things um, will have our beer. Um, a lot of our beer we sell to restaurants as well. Amazing. So a lot of the okay. Birmingham sort of like foodie scene um, yeah. were in there as well. Um, we're also in um, Morrison's at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Just managed to get into Morrison's. Um, and you know things things like that. So yeah. we're, we're always always expanding. It's um, really interesting because um, I mean Morrison's have, have really kind of you know upped their game in the last year or so. I'm I've, I'm a member of this super bar, supermarket craft beer forum mm. on, on on Facebook. Rather lively bunch. Um, but Morrison's have been recognised in the last kind of six months in particular for. For kind of breaking out a bit so they i think we're one of the first people trying to start stocking vocation but they're great you know if they're stocking you guys as well that's absolutely amazing because that's what you need isn't it is that almost word of mouth get out there a bit, yeah. bit um so i've got a great question here um so any uh further plans for other afbs in the future so we've got sober brummy but is sober brummy gonna have a brother or sister at some point well i think I've not actually uh, discussed it with the owner yet. Me, me and him have not not really talked about it. Um, so you know, um, I might get talking to on Tuesday if I if I if I promise anything now. But um, I mean, there's there's nothing to say we wouldn't. Um, you know, if people are asking for it, and um, the process that we use to make sober rummy could easily be used to make a a sober lager. Yeah. A sober alcohol free stout. Um, you know, it's not it's not limited to the style. And um, we obviously just started with the pale ale because it's the most popular um sort of style at the moment. So um yeah, if there's if there's attention for it, I, I can see no reason that we wouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although yeah, maybe too early to promise anything just yet. <laughs> I think um as you say, I mean when did this beer get released? Was it twenty twenty? Did it come out? Yes, it was twenty twenty. It was I want to say mid twenty twenty. It's very difficult to tell. <laughs> the last twelve months, just yeah, much. Yeah. So in many respects, you know, and um, until I mean, you guys, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to reopen, you know, from tomorrow, um, and your yeah. and things, um, which would be incredible. So I suppose that this, you know, the months ahead really are going to gauge the interest, aren't they, and the mm. demand, and you'll get to see um, how many people pick up on it. In the conversations over the sessions this weekend. Um, it's been really interesting hearing different, um, not just AF-focused breweries, but uh, like breweries that, like yourselves that have been have gone and made the effort to make an AF beer um, say that, you know, one of the, the kind of key step, next steps for them is to, can we get it on, on keg? Or can, you know, can we get it on draft? Yeah. Um, and have it there as, as a standalone option for our customers when they come and see us. Um, and I mean, do you think that's something that might happen seeing yeah. how it goes? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, we have um, in our tap room when we were first developing um, the Sober Brummy. Yeah. Um, we were um, serving it in keg and things, our pilot batches and stuff. Um, and yeah, like, like I said, um, as uh, with trying sort of Sober Brummy in different styles, 
um, because there's no stage of the process which is additional to our normal brewing process essentially just an um altering certain parts of our brewing process we already have um it's it's just as easy for us to put it into kegs and ask as it would be uh, into cans so um when we reopen our tap room uh, i'm assuming we will be serving um some sober brummy in keg um and uh yeah once we've brewed some more <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got a busy few weeks ahead then. Definitely, definitely. We've just uh we've actually just got a, a series of six new tanks that were three times the size of the ones we previously had. So that's a lot oh. of tanks to fill. Um so yeah, hopefully we'll be filling um some of them with some sober rummy uh, in the near future. Um but yeah, um yeah, definitely getting it out there as one of our offerings, not just in can, is definitely something we're yeah. I think I think that that is the kind of thing that more that people see see yeah, yeah. Beer, like everywhere um it becomes more normalized doesn't it and um yeah. people just to pick that as an option as they would anything else so I think that sounds really good um so I mean aside from this beer that you've brewed which is lovely if you were picking some AF beers that you really liked you thought oh, they're really good they're, they're a nice mm. benchmark what, what would you pick what have been some of your favorites Hmm. Now, I really like. So, firstly, I quite like Brewdog's Nanny State. Yeah. I've yet to try their Punk AF, and I would like to try that next. Yeah. Um, I'm always looking to try more of Big Drops ones. Yeah. Um. With the sort of alcohol-free beer scene, another thing I really like, and I know you've had these guys on this weekend is the cloud water um like hopped soda so they're on at three o'clock ah yeah. There yeah. Coming up next. yeah right yeah okay i'll be watching that after this then um <laughs> yeah no so i when i tried that I, I really really enjoyed those um and yeah definitely want to try more of them and another thing i'd like to try which once again nothing i've not really tried um mainly because Aside from my own beer at work, um, my beer consumption, due to the lack of socialising available currently, has been much more limited than in previous years. Yeah. Um, I would be curious to try some of the sort of like, so, you know, as, as much as I'm ashamed to admit it, as a, as a craft brewer, I am a massive fan of lager. That's my favourite beer style. That's all, that's all right. Don't, yeah. no, no shame here. Um, yeah. And I think um, it would be interesting to see the big macro lager producers. I know a lot of them have brought out alcohol-free beer in the past year or two. Yeah. Sort of catching up with the trend, which I think, you know, to, to craft beer's credit, uh we sort of got the um sort of got the forward thrust of yeah, um you agree yeah yeah so i think trying some of them would be interesting uh see yeah. if they see how they hold up you know um i i um, really agree with you because i i almost wondered you know i tried for a long as part of the me starting out on a bit of an af journey and i still drink regular beer as well like um I tried all of the lagers, so you know your Bex Blue, your Heineken Zero, not bad. Like you know, so I've given given them all a good try, and um, I have been surprised that um, 
that considering the, the money and the capital that those businesses have, that um, A, they haven't necessarily recognised the market and how big it's grown. Definitely. Um, but secondly, have, have not been able to kind of pack their beer with as much flavour as some of the independent craft breweries. Yes, have been able to do. And But I, I really noticed something you said earlier in the conversation, which is, you know, Soap Brummy has been a three-year project to get to that point. And yeah. most people we've spoken to over this weekend have said the same thing, that the R&D and the investment in, you don't want to stick it out half-baked. You don't want to stick it out not being as good as it could possibly be. And I think I really respect that. And um, so, yeah, like you, I love a lager too. Um, I really, some, on, a, on a hot day, yeah. sometimes you just want a pint of lager and that's all good. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's a really interesting, really interesting take on it. So yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, see what happens. Um, lovely. I don't know if we have any other questions in the chat. We may not. Uh, oh no, we're all good. Yeah, lovely. Um, like Matt, thank you so much for like spending your afternoon off with us and talking right. us through sober brummy. It's a lovely beer. And um, next time, you know, I'm al I'm allowed to leave Reading um, and go up to Birmingham. Then um, they're definitely a place I'm going to check out. I've been really impressed with the website. Love the ethos behind Birmingham Brewing Co. I think they're fantastic. So can't wait to try more of your beer. And um, this is brilliant. And it's in another great effort to you know add to the AF beer beer world as we're, we're all trying to grow. So thank you, thank you for brewing such a lovely beer. And thanks for speaking with us. Love it. Excellent, brilliant. Thank you so much.